today um, I just want to start off by talking about what people talk about when they talk about themselves. When people talk about who they are, they mention different things, right? They say, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I, I'm a son, I, I, you know, I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm black, Muslim, Christian, Methodist, every single thing people are. The truth of the, and the truth of the matter is there are different parts of our life that help us to identify who we are in different aspects of our lives, right? It's, 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 and, it's, and it's normal. But it's also normal that we identify with some parts more than others. For some people, race is very important. When they say they're black, they mean they're black. <laughs> black power. <laughs> From Boricua, so it's Boricua. <laughs> you know, Lahasa. You know, it's real, real, real deal, right? It's it's important when people. Some, for some people, it's it's their parents. They're the mother. They're the father, and that involves their whole life. As far as they're concerned, nothing else matters. It's my child, and that's and that's what it is. And for some people, even religion is important. This is who I am. This is what I what I become. This this is part of me. This is important. And you know what's interesting? Even young people, they go through these things where they identify themselves in a lot of ways. Like uh, one of the things I've always said is that I work with court-involved youth. And another way that I've learned that they, youth identify themselves is in gangs. They don't just they don't just say, you know, I'm part of a gang. They say, I am. So they have, a, and it's not even gangs anymore. Now they have crews and, and blocks. And, and so, so in, in the Bronx, you have the YG, the 6 8, the 170, Mont Haven, the Batanzas. And it's not, and, and, they, and they sit there and they talk about they, they talk about this is who I am. So one of the questions they always, whenever the kids come around each other, and especially once they're new, one of the questions they always ask is, who you repping? It's not even representing. No, that's not the work, okay? <laughs> it's who you repping. Who you repping. And what's their response is, I am whatever it is. This is who I am. So repping obviously means it's what you represent. It's who you belong to, but even more so, it ultimately means who it becomes who they are. These youth, youth will give their lives, literally get their lives for their crew and for their gang and for their peoples because it's who they are. And guess what? When we talk about baptism, baptism is proclaiming who you weapon. When Rikshanda is making a statement today, she's saying, This is who I'm repping. Yeah. I am repping Christ. I am repping, I am following, I am giving my life for him. I am following him. She is repping Christ. See, in Jewish culture, baptism wasn't something that was new. It was going on even in the Old Testament. When you had the rituals of cleansings, and one of the rituals, one of the things they were to do to cleanse was use water. And if you ever got somebody who was a foreigner or somebody who was just not Jewish and they wanted to convert to Judaism, guess what they did? They used baptism. Yeah. 
Baptism is a form of saying, I'm converting over. Or I am changing over. And this is who I am becoming. So when John came into the picture and started batting, doing a baptism of repentance, it wasn't a surprise to people because what he was basically saying is we need to convert from even the old way of the way that we're using. There's something new that is about to come. And that something new that was about to come was Jesus Christ. And we're saying that we now belong to this new way, this new way of thinking. Unfortunately, the world today, when we look at Christianity, or they talk about Christianity, all you see is we're aloof, we're not real, we're a bunch of hypocrites, and there's just no real power in it. That's what gets projected. And you know what, unfortunately, even Christianity, Christians themselves fall into believing that. That's why you have sometimes we have have this and I and I was thinking about this I was like you know this is something we need to I think I personally believe we need to correct people let's like say you know um, um, Christianity is not about religion it's about relationship but let me tell you something James, James himself said there is something as true religion see Christ was not about destroying religion what he was about destroying was false religion. See, the Pharisees practiced the law. They wanted to practice the law, but the problem is they were adding to the law, and they themselves weren't even following the law. So when he was going after the Pharisees, he wasn't going against religion. He was going against them being hypocrites. He was going against them not following the same principles that they would tell you to follow, and they couldn't even follow themselves. He was going against false religion. James says religion is to do this, to take care of the widows and to orphans, and to remain pure from the things of the world. That is true religion. And that, so God is saying, it's not that I don't want religion, it's that I want true religion. I want you to really rap. I want you really to be about who you need to be really about. I need you to really be a Christian. Really be about Christ. When we're saying that we're rubbing, we're saying we are part of, this is who we are. This is who I identify with. And we need to understand who that person is so that we can understand who we are and who we have and how we can have that power. See, kids will sit there and tell me they're YG, they're this, they're this and that. And they say, and the reason why they say they're proud of it is because there's power behind it. In their minds, that's how we find. In their minds, that means they can do this. In their minds, that means they can do that. In their minds, that means they have somebody who has their back. In their minds, they see that they, that they have all these resources and all this, so I'm all good. I'm this and I'm that. But when we have to Christ, what are we saying that we have? What are we saying that we are? It's important to know who you are, but you know who you are because you know who you're with. <laughs> Hallelujah. So let's turn to Colossians chapter 2, verses 9 to 15. I need you, to, and we need to understand who he is so that we understand who we're repping. Starting in verse 9 says this, For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ you have been brought to fullness. Let me stop right there. <laughs> For in Christ all the fullness of the deity. In other words, in Christ all the fullness of God. All of who he is. All of his promises. All of his ways. The fact that he is omnipotent, omnipresent. Lord, he's all powerful, all knowing, all 
always there. All that is in Christ. The fact that he created the heavens and the earth. The fact that he holds it together. The fact that he is the way, the truth. It's all in him. Christ is in the fullness of deity. And then he goes on to say, and in Christ you have been brought to fullness yourself. So now because we have in Christ all of that's full, we have fullness as well. So we have everything we need in Christ. We have the fullness of God. Whatever we need, whether it's peace, whether it's joy, whether it's provision, whatever we need, the fullness is there. Who we are, we're full. We're complete. We lack nothing. We can go and do whatever it is God has called us to do because we already have it. Because we have it in Christ. He is our fullness. So we can go forth in the fullness of who he is. We're wrapping the fullness of Christ. And then it goes on. It says, in him, you were also circumcised. You were also circumcised with a circumcision, not performed by human hands. Your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off when you were circumcised by Christ. So now we're circumcised. I mean, things have been cut off because we're in him. We're not the same that we used to be. Christ already said this. We are transformed. If any man being Christ is a new creature, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new we are different but you know what's also horrible about being circumcised it also means that we are in his covenant and when we are in his covenant means his promises have to be yes and amen what he said he will do he has to do it we're in his covenant we can focus on his promises if he says he is our provider then he is our provider if he says that we are his he is my healer then guess what he needs to heal because it's the covenant it's the promise and we walk in the covenant so we walk in his blessings as long as we walk in his will as long as we walk in his name as long as we're really weapon then he has to do what he said he's gonna do because that's the power of the circumcision that's the power of the covenant we are circumcised in Christ and then it goes on it says having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. And Pastor already said this. When we when we when people who are getting baptized, Sean is getting baptized, the reason why it, at the gathering church we believe in the immersion is because it just it just wonderfully represents that going down, burying, dying, and then you're coming back again. You're being raised because Christ Himself, He died. He was dead, but He rose again. And He rose again with all power and with all authority. And so we we too, when we come into Christ, we die. We die to the old ways. We die to the old lifestyle. We say, this is not what I represent. I used to represent this. I used to represent that. I might have represented YG. I might have represented this. I might have been this religion. I might have been that religion. But now, now, now I'm alive. Now I am free. Now I am different. I am no longer the same. The old is gone. That means it's dead. It's dead. It doesn't come back. It might want to look like it's alive. It might want to sneak up and talk to you. It might want to say, come back to me. But you say, devil, you are a liar. Those things are dead. And you need to go back to the grave. I am free. Free indeed. Free indeed. I am repping Christ. And that's all I'm going to love. Hallelujah. Jesus. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled
withstood the charge of our legal indebtedness, withstood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. We are forgiven. The past is truly the past. It is dead. He said it nailed it on the cross. When he got on that cross, he took our sins. He took our shame. He took our pain. He took our sickness. And we said it's done. It is finished. It is over. I am no longer held by the things of the past. I am free. I am redeemed. I am made dude. The judges were going to say condemned. But Christ came in. He stepped in. And he said no. I That's my child. And I have redeemed him. I am free. I am free. I am free. And then he goes on and says, having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. You know, when we look at the cross, we look at it as shame. Even today, we look at it sometimes, and you see it in the movies, you see that part, it's just so depressing. And it, it's so depressing. It's so sad because he's getting beaten. He's getting wounded. He's getting ridiculed. He's getting sucked on that, ripped and shamed and broken body and blood shedding. But in the spirit, in the spirit, what looked like death was actually victory. What looked like shame was actually overcoming. He was conquering. He said, the scripture says, he made a spectacle. That which the devil thought he had, he no longer had. That God came in, Christ came in and said, no, you don't used to have that hold. You used to be able to do this to them. You used to be able to do that. You used to be able to put fear. You used to be able to put shame. You used to be able to feed them. But I have taken the keys of hell and the grave. And now they are free from no more shame. No more defeat. No more laying dead. You are alive. You are free. This is the Christ I'm having. The Christ who is victorious. The Christ who is the redeemer. The Christ who is the deliverer. The Christ who is the way, the truth, and the life. The Christ who is mighty, strong, able to do above and beyond what we can do. This is the Christ. This is who I serve. Who are you reverend? Who are you reverend? Who is it? Know who you are in Christ. Know what he has done for you. Hold on. To, don't let the devil anymore tell you different. That is a lie from the head of hell. And I'm here to tell you no more. I'm here to tell you no more. He's already done it. His already promises are there. And it's yes and amen. So know who you are in Christ. And hollow after him. If you're not reverend Christ. If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior. You need to. Because there's life. There is life more abundantly. It's more than just a sermon. It's more than just a good preach. It's more than I can tell you from experience over and over again. His life. It's real. When he sets free, my God, he sets free.
Oh, he sets me. I don't even have the time to tell you it all, but I can tell you. He sets free. So I thank God for you, Rick Shonda, because you're taking the step to say, I'm repping him. I'm repping him. But I'm asking you, whether or not you're getting baptized today, are you ready to rep Christ? Are you ready to be about him? Are you ready to follow him? Are you ready to get <laughs> allow him to truly be Lord over your life? If you're willing, I, I said, Lord, help me because I need to, I'm willing. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I got it all together either. But I'm, gonna, I'm saying today with Rick Shonda, get, girl, I'm repping Christ. I'm with Rick Shonda. She gets baptized. I'm getting baptized too. It might not be literally, but in my heart and my mind, I'm saying I am repping Christ. I am following Christ. I am going all the way for Christ. He is my Lord. He is my King. And he's going to be who I'm repping. He's who I am. I belong to him. In Jesus' name. If you're willing to rep Christ, can you just stand with me? Amen. Amen. Whatever it is that may be holding you back, Christ is more than able. Christ is more than able. Don't get fooled anymore by the lies of the devil, about the tricks of the enemy. You are free indeed. He has redeemed you. Give him up to him. He has redeemed you. He has done the work. He has overcome head over all power and the throne. Not only man, angels, demons, nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So in that knowledge, let's go to him. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We thank you because of who you are. You are the head and not the tail. Lord God, you are head over all things. The fullness of God is in you, Lord God. You overcame death. You overcame the grave, Lord God. You conquered our sins, Lord God. You forgave us and you cleansed us and you washed us and you made us new and complete in you, Lord God, because of who you are. Lord God, and because of who you are, we can know who we are. We can know who we are. We are yours. We are yours. We are redeemed. We are set free. We are renewed. We are more than conquerors, Lord God. We are victorious, Lord God. Nothing in heaven and hell and on the earth can separate us from you, Lord God. You are mighty, God. You are the great I am, Lord God. And we're great because you're great, Lord God. We're more than conquerors because you're more than a conqueror, Lord God. We're more than able to do all that you call us to do because you are more than able to do it through us, Lord God. So we thank you. We praise you. We trust you, Lord God. And we just say, Lord God, have your way in us. We give ourselves to you, Lord God. We give ourselves again and we say we're going to wrap you no longer wrap the things of this world. No longer be concerned over the things of this world. We're going to wrap you, Lord God, in every area of our lives. We're going to let the world know that we are yours. 